All right. All right. Well, should we get into it? Let's let's get into it. So, track review for today is uh, from a band that uh, we've discussed in the past. That is is not my favorite band, but it's definitely up uh, the both of your alleys, uh, including Michael. So, Rancid uh, have an uh, upcoming album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's their tenth album. It's being released released in June, uh, yeah. and they've got a new single called "Tomorrow Never Comes." Have you guys yeah. heard it? I heard I've heard it. You've heard, heard it? it when they Carlo? Was, yeah. Carlo, have you heard yeah. it? No. All right. All right. Well, cool. Let's let's get into tomorrow. It never comes. Let me quickly get this shared down. Oh. Okay, you don't necessarily want to see my work. <laughs> let's see. Pure audio. All right, let's get into it. quickly i feel like i can understand this a little bit more than their previous <laughs> stuff i don't know i don't know it's, it's, it's weird yeah. i don't know the what the lyrics are and this is like the fourth time i've listened to this yeah. song <laughs> yeah i'll keep going So I, again, I'm gonna preface this with the fact that, uh, for one, I have listened to the song a couple, at least a couple of times before this podcast, and secondly, that I am a huge fan of Rancid. So, <laughs> so 
for me, you're getting a lot of the same old stuff that Rancid does. But for for me, that's a good thing, right? Like, and and in many ways, I think I am nostalgic to the fact that, um, for example, by the time we're recording this, this is after the week that Blink One Eighty Two performed at Coachella. Um, and I am really nostalgic to songs that um showcase two singers uh in in like punk tunes. And so hearing, you know, Tim singing the verse and then having Lars come in with the uh don't you tell me about tomorrow or whatever the lyrics are, it's just so good. I, I love I love it when they play to their strengths uh and they have that sort of back and forth. So uh, for me, uh, you know, is it the same old stuff that Rancid does? Yeah, hundred percent. Do I love every second of it? Hell yeah, because I love Rancid. So, um, if their whole album is like this, I'm I'm into it. <laughs> so, I'll I'll listen. So yeah, that's that's my thoughts on. It. Yeah, I'd say it is pretty much in line with what you'd expect from Rancid. And I mean, if you're a fan of Rancid, isn't that what you want? <laughs> you don't <laughs> yeah. want something different. <laughs> so yeah, if you don't like them, then you probably won't like this. But if you like Rancid, then I mean, there's no reason why you wouldn't like this and probably wouldn't like the album either. I mean, it's got the energy, it's got the, the vibe, it's got everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that riff too. That like it's like oh that's fun like you know uh, not that's not like totally different from what Rancid would do, but it it does give off that sort of more I don't know that that frenetic energy that I like in a lot of those fast paced sort of Rancid songs. Mm -hmm. Really like that riff. Now you guys know how I feel about Rancid, but um, (laughs) I actually I do like the song. Uh, I think this one. This is uh yeah, I actually enjoyed it. Um, I think it's gonna be interesting to see what the rest of the album looks like. So taking a look at the track list, I think there are was it 15 songs, 16 songs um that are gonna be on this album. It's gonna be interesting to see. Uh, because I think like I said, when we caught up talked about it before, um I think it's the the, the ska element that kind of put me off on some yeah. of their songs. It's just that that combination didn't quite work for me. So it'd be interesting to see what the rest of that album sounds like but if it's anything like this single then yeah i think i'm i think i'm gonna enjoy it um so as i mentioned it's the it's their 10th album has been it how many years since their last one uh so it's the first album since 2017 so what's that six years since their, yeah six since years their last ago. Album. um so that's quite a while but i guess that's quite common for for bands that have been around this long uh yeah i can't measure yeah. they're much of a rush because they've got side projects as well don't they yeah, well, it's it's interesting too because um, Tim Armstrong they recently he recently um, uh, uh, released a song with uh, the 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 other singer from Operation Ivy. Uh, I think his name is Je- Jesse. Um, oh man, Jesse Michaels. Uh, and they, after a long time of not doing music together, have you know, rekindled their friendship and they, they started another band uh, and they released a song fairly recently too. Um, so I guess maybe they're just putting out a lot of stuff right now. You know, the creative juices are flowing as, they, as they say. Um, but uh, it, it's funny too, because those guys for me 
uh, him and, and like Matt Freeman really made up uh, Operation Ivy. So like, what's the difference between, you know, like putting a new band together that's almost Operation Ivy, you know, and just just call it Operation Ivy. But um, uh, maybe we should play that new song. Let me figure out what uh, the name yeah. of that band is. Doom Regulator is the name. Doom of Doom Regulator. I think they yeah. had a different name yeah. at one one point, and then they changed it after they released. <laughs> yeah, Bad Optics apparently was their Bad original. Optics, which, which is, is sort of Bad Optics could have been cool because the op sort of like you know, getting, alluding to Operation Ivy and, and whatnot, but Doom Regulator is pretty cool too. Um, you should play a little bit of that. Yeah, song I'll play if, yeah. a bit of uh, a bit of the song called Raid. <laughs> yeah, I'm already off of it. <laughs> yeah, <we're>, he's, he's <laughs> good. Scott's good. Would this be in line with what they used to sound like? Yeah, this is. I mean, they were the, faster and heavier, though. Yeah, yeah, they were heavier. Um, but I see, I could see Operation Ivy putting out a song like this. You know, like yeah, I guess you could. Yeah, you know. Um, but yeah, you're you're totally right that I think Operation Ivy felt a lot uh faster. You know, more in that skank. Uh, you know, uh, and you know, ska punk is what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the the skank sound. Uh, but and this is more aligned with sort of the two tone ska movement, right? Like the, this mm-hmm. really evokes that style. Um, the way I see it, though, and I can I can talk a lot about about this. I think that Operation Ivy, and in particular, what Tim and Jesse were doing in Operation Ivy for me is probably the best ska punk out there right i think i think there's an argument that they are the best ska punk band of all time for the limited run that they had as operation ivy um and then maybe rancid gets fairly close right um as someone who is deep into that genre for a very long time i think that that you can't get much better than that and so i'm excited to see what they do do i think uh, ska punk is a very uh, dated genre that will not translate to 2023. Probably, yeah, yeah. I don't think it'll translate, but you know, I'm here for it. <laughs> I don't know how many other people are here for it. Uh, Carlo, I, 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 you were someone who at a point in time was really deep into that type of yeah. genre. So I like, I'm interested to hear what you, what you think. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do with the whole uh, two-tone, you know, the whole two-tone movement. Because obviously, from the lyrics alone, you can hear it's a bit more political. It's a bit more, mm-hmm. you know, in the vein of punk. And when you think about, like, two-tone ska to begin with, 
it was also kind of in a way anti-authoritarian and mm-hmm. anti-government as well it was basically yeah. you know the, the mods back then yeah. kids had no job and yeah and also you know they're, they're basically trying to fight against racism as well because most yeah. of the ska, ska bands were combinations you know like you had people that were white and black together mm-hmm. in in a, in a band yeah so yeah it'd be interesting to see how you know how it'll develop and if they're going to stick you know like stick into to that uh how you say into that motif motif yeah. of you know mm-hmm. doing an anti-authoritarian stuff especially given you know what's going on right now as well yeah, yeah. no uh yeah i definitely agree it, it's it's funny too because uh when they announced this i was like wow that's sort of cool like and then they announced a new rancid song i was just like what is this 2001 or like actually like is this a 90 is this 90 91 you know like um it's funny because we all got into it obviously we were babies when operation ivy Mm. and stuff were coming out but like uh rancid you know in many ways became huge uh uh just before like we were all getting into music and punk rock and ska and, and whatnot um there's a reason why we were able to get their albums in uh the Phil- in Baguio City Philippines you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because i think i bought indestructible the the rancid record in the philippines which is like crazy to me because most of the time we would ask people who are visiting the the states to be like hey can you get me some albums and and whatnot yeah. um so yeah did you get it from Tower Records? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, so, yeah. Well, sweet, Carlo. If if you're interested, I'm just taking a look because the, the the link that I've clicked here uh, has their um, their tour uh, yeah. tour dates. Uh, they're going to be in Italy and Belgium in in June. Yeah. So you can take your pick. Uh, what you're gonna what you're gonna see? I guess there's it's obviously festival season. Uh, coming up in yeah. in Europe, so in Italy they are with the Slam Dunk Festival, uh, which probably has yeah. a lot of bands that are probably more in line with, I guess, what all of us probably listened to back in the day. Um, so they got, oh, I've got a couple of Mark's favorites here. They got Creeper. Um, they're oh, part nice. of one, they're in one of the one of the lineups. Uh, the Menzingers, good band. Um, well, Billy Talent, really like them. Obviously, Rancid. The Offspring, Less Than Jake, Flogging Molly, wow. uh, Mill and Colin, um, a whole okay. bunch of others. So there's that. So this the Italy one is definitely more, yeah, Where more tied in into Italy, it. Though? Wow. Uh, let's see. Where is it? What do we call it? Rimini? R-I-M-I-N-I? Rimini. Uh, yeah. Where, I'm not sure where Rimini is from here. So yeah, the day that they're playing, yeah, they're playing with uh, Frank Turner, which if you listen to No Effects, you probably know yeah. Frank Turner. Uh, Anti-Flag are playing the same day. Less wow. and Jake are playing the same day. So that's the wow. lineup there. Now, if you want to so go... So what, what's the name of this festival? This is Slam Dunk. Wow, they should call it the Warp Tour. <laughs> that's what they <laughs> oh, should call yeah. it. <laughs> oh, for sure. Dude. Or, like... or, or uh, uh, what's it called? World Tour 2003. <laughs> you know, like... 
I mean, I, I, like I look at like the the rest of the lineup. So, like from from my side, which would be the other half of I guess War Tour, you got Under Oath, Yellow Card, wow. the, the Academy <laughs> is uh, Skip wow, Fade. Okay. So, so yeah. But if you want to go to the Belgium one, which is Grass Pop, uh, which is definitely a lot more of a, a heavier, it's definitely a, a metal festival. Or Rancid are there as well. Oh, um, sick. Okay. So you can go see them there. You have Tom Morello there as well. Um, like Guns N' Roses are playing, if you want to go check out them. Motley Crue, right. a whole bunch of other, like there's a lot of metal bands here to be fair, but Less Than Jake are there. Um, yeah, it's a pretty good lineup. I, I say that we we uh, extract whatever money we have from uh, from the podcast that's, that's in there and get Carlo to one of these. I get get one ticket. Yeah, yeah, get one ticket. Get one ticket. It says it, it says it's sold out already. Oh, the Slam Dunk Festival. That's what happens when millennials go, they get money and then there there's a festival that you know they're like, oh yeah I'm gonna buy the three hundred dollar ticket you know like. That's why even like the when we were young festival in Vegas, right? Like, wasn't that like super like fairly expensive or I don't know. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, I didn't check out ticks, but I know it was relatively popular, but I imagine it'd be pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, it was actually quite cheap. It was like. Oh, hang on, hang on. This is the slam dunk in, in the UK. Sorry. Well, Carlos securing a ticket to go see Rancid and, uh, <laughs> and hear and hear the song you just yeah, heard live, suit, yeah. yeah, in his bespoke <laughs> suit. You probably you probably work. You could be like yeah, the, yeah, yeah, like the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Just be the dancer, dude. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, there's a difference in suits that those guys were wearing and what yeah. Carlos was wearing. <laughs> also, you know, it, it's fucking hot in June. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's it's commitment, man. It's commitment. Yeah. Oh, it's our favorite uh, ticket provider, Ticketmaster. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sure they there's there's they're being completely fair about it. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm sure there are no no extra fees at checkout, yeah, Carlo. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, you worry. Yeah. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, it's gonna cost you fifteen hundred dollars. Uh. <laughs> so other than EJ Marina. Uh... Yeah, this first and then PT Walmart like the week after, yeah? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I checked. Uh, the one day one is 60 euro. Uh, if you want a VIP pass, it's 160. And that's for day two, though. We should get you a VIP, get Carlo a VIP pass. Get him yeah, to bring yeah. up the microphone and just like force an interview. <laughs> yeah. just... Tim Armstrong, how are you? We love your stuff. That's like, excuse me, who are you? Yeah, not, not even rest, just like any band. And then we just pop it up, exclusive interview. Yeah, exclusive <laughs> interview. Uh... Hey, you can't even get the the lead singer of Hey Skitch on your podcast. Uh... Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> on a regular basis. Man, fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, 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 cool. All right. Well, yeah. Rancid, new album coming out in June. Undoubtedly, we'll review it when the time mm -hmm. when the time comes. Yeah. But tomorrow never comes, though. So <laughs> we might never get to it. <laughs> yeah, we might never review this album. <laughs> we never review because tomorrow never comes.
Cool. Right. Cool. I guess that's it for, right. for this week. I'll... Oh, yeah, short and sweet. Yeah, this one edited. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if you guys, you guys want to do for next week. I'm sure there's some new music that'll be popping out, but if there's something in particular that you guys wanted to do. What has Let come out recently? I feel like maybe we should do something not punk rock. Yeah, no, I was saying that as well. Um, as I was looking through, but then I saw that this was a single, and it'll be a it was an easy one to do. Oh yeah, um, yeah, easy. I think there were there's been a couple of, I guess call it more mainstream stuff because like we need we need we need to sprinkle the mainstream every now. Oh and yeah, then, every now just and then, to, just to make sure that um, we're getting some downloads. Um, and getting some ad money. And getting some ad money, yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know if there's been like a big pop album. I think there's probably been some hip hop stuff. Yeah. Which is exactly what Michael loves to do. Um, <laughs> let's see. Let's, let's check see out some albums. Any... Um, Wait a second. By so May fifth, apparently Atmosphere releases an album, which would be cool. Um, Ed Sheeran is releasing an album. Hmm, well, Jonas Brothers are releasing an album on May fifth called The Album. Oh uh, yeah, okay. I think we have to go Jonas Brothers. I think Ed Sheeran is is, is mainstream, but Jonas Brothers is going to be annoying enough that we'll get some <laughs> we'll get some laughs. <laughs> I think yeah, yeah. Jonas uh, Brothers. I think that's the one. Yeah, if if it's out in time, because it's also saying here that it's going to release on May twelfth, which Jonas is not Brothers. next weekend. The Jonas we'll Brothers. No, yeah, I think there's enough. There's enough in there for us to unpack because you've got the whole Disney shit. Got yeah. like their their adult lives. The the third brother that no one knows. Like it's yeah. it's it's yeah. You've got some, we've got enough in there. You know who I've been listening to, which I think is pretty funny, is um uh, the girl who played, who was like the older sister on Even Stevens and was also Kim Possible. Her, she Anyway, she has a podcast and she brings on a lot of other child stars and just talk mm. about how messed up it was to be a child star, like a Disney kid, you know, mm. uh, really interesting stuff. I was just like, man, because you grow up and you're like, oh, man, like I wanted to be like a famous Disney kid. And then they're all not not all of them obviously but like they end up with a lot of issues because you know you're you're basically like treated like an adult from a young age even though you're a child you know like mm-hmm. and you're making boatloads of money and you're supporting your family and then yeah it's a lot of pressure i think yeah oh, for sure i guess looking at it though yeah once again we'll get into the backstory of the jonas brothers but they actually seem they seem to turn out okay but i don't yeah. know if, like i don't know if it was a different situation i mean like i said i don't know if they came from a more wealthy family definitely like alleviates a lot of pressure to yeah, yeah. to earn if that's the case yeah and I, and that's not to say that they didn't come out of it unscathed like they probably still have like issues but they seem fairly balanced now um but also when did they get famous i guess fairly early they must have been like 14 13 14 mm. like 13 mm. to 16 when they got famous right yeah yeah yes have you guys this, quickly we got two minutes ago surely mark you would have heard or seen that guitar solo by nick jonas no 
No, no I don't think I have. Okay, all right. Well, that's, oh, yeah, that's a great way to. That's a great way to end the show. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, well, I, I've watched a lot of videos of, like, Machine Gun Kelly live right. doing a solo, and they yeah. just suck so much. All right, let's uh, pump the volume. Just don't solo, man. Don't do it. Oh, no. Okay, real. It off all right. I like how he just like he just he gave up at the end. Like, dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, hey, we're good, we're good, <laughs> we got it. <laughs> it started off okay, like, it wasn't like technically very no, no, good, no, yeah. but it, it was, was like in the, in the key, it was the right mostly, notes. mostly, yeah, mostly in the right key. <laughs> like, you could forgive him, it's not as it's 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 like better than the machine gun kelly yeah and then he totally messed up (laughs) (laughs) all right we're good look how pretty i am yeah (laughs) i like it was just like fuck it i'm just gonna run to the microphone yeah yeah yeah.